Okay, so I'm in France right now, so if you hear any weird background noises, I'm sorry. I don't control the world. And you might hear like a weird church bell in the background because I'm right next to a church right now. Okay, here we go. This is the game review of the game Liquidators. Chernobyl. It happened. If you're unaware and or living under a rock, Chernobyl is a nuclear disaster that happened in 1986. It is the worst in the history of nuclear disasters. There were people known as liquidators. There were 600,000 of them, but three of them were the most important of them all. The game Liquidators takes place from their perspective in 1986. Hello and welcome to the podcast Game Review. Today we'll be discussing the free-to-play game Liquidators. First, let's talk about the entire game, like gameplay and what, what you're to expect. I recommend skipping this part unless you want spoilers, but I also kind of don't recommend skipping this part, so I don't know. However, this is most likely the only way you could actually learn about it. Alright, here we go. The game starts off by putting you in front of the screen telling you what you need to do and pr- previous events and an actual news video from 1986. Um, it also tells you that you need to turn six valves, which is the main focus of the game. The first valve is in just the first room. You, it's just right there. You turn it. Basically, nothing happens except the fact that the large metal door a couple meters away from you has one green light on it. Now you notice two hallways on the left and right side. We will first discuss the left side hall. This is the worst out of both halls. So let's just get it over with. First, you open a big metal door to see to see a flooded room. There's a power generator thing. If you press the button on it, the room will start flooding with even more water, most likely drowning you. But there's a door at the other side of the room that opens if you activate the generator. This sounds hard at first, but if you follow the right wall, you might, you just might make it. At the door, there's a valve. You spin it, and then head to the next area. This next valve is very hard to get to. It's also one of my favorite ones, too. The segment starts by your flashlight exploding and shattering, and it's very you can hear it shatter, and it's jump-scared a lot of YouTubers. Markiplier. Um, You look down the hall and see the valve. What's hard about that, you may ask? The thing that holds you back is the elephant's foot. If you think they're just an elephant's foot blocking the way, like the foot of a regular old elephant, you'd be dead wrong. The elephant's foot is a formation that is most likely one of the most radioactive things on Earth. It's made of corium, which is the most rare mineral in the world, or one of the most rare. It's composed of sand, cement, traces of uranium, and many other materials. If you were to stand near it for 300 seconds, or 32, and during like 32 years ago, you would probably die. It's a real thing, and there are in fact pictures of it. There, there are no NSF, 
NSFW pictures or anything. It's it's fine. Some might look NSFW because it looks like there's this dude getting like shocked by it. It's not. It's just how the picture was taken. It's a long exposure. But anyways, the elephant's foot is really dangerous in the game. The game is a survival horror, so when you get near or look at the elephant's foot, your vision gets all blurry, and this chilling sound plays while your Geiger kind of just lets out a long beep. Here, I will play the sound. Um, but once you make it to the valve, you need to find your way back, and in my multiple attempts of playing this game, this part has messed up most of my runs. Once you make it back, you need to do one more valve. In the right hallway now. This next valve has a similarity to the game Iron Lung. Let me explain. On your Geiger counter, there are four lights. If one turns yellow, that means there's radiation on that side. For, for example, it could... one. Radiation could be on your left, so the yellow light on the left side would, will blink. This is an iron lung. In iron lung, you are an old crappy submarine exploring a blood ocean. The game can end in two ways. One, you get killed by a big fish and it's confusing, which is the normal ending, or you get killed by crashing into a wall, destroying the submarine. The way the, the game indicates how you're approaching a wall is on a small screen where a blinking light indicates the wall. This is an iron lung once again. But your flashlight... Alright, now we're back to liquidators. But your flashlight will break again during this part. So that's what how it shares the similarity to iron lung. But luckily, it's a pretty easy segment if you get used to it. Now the final section. This starts by you going downstairs to discover a large water reservoir where there are the two last valves. You need to be quick in this part, or you'll end up drowning because the pipes you walk on break if you stand on it for too long. The final valve took me a while to understand how to access. Once you reach it, you spin the valve and then leave with extreme satisfaction. You leave the room and go back to the hub area to complete the game. Now let's talk about the mechanics. The game lets you play as three different characters, Alexi, Boris, and Valeri. Alexi can turn on lights in the game through power switches, and there's about five of them throughout the entire game. He is pretty useless. The next is Boris. His perk is being able to withstand a lot of radiation. He's okay for the iron lungs type section. Now last, but absolutely not least, is Valeri. I could not find a way to beat the elephant's foot section without using him. You see, he can crawl through vents, which makes him very useful. The next mechanic is the radiation damage. In the game, your Geiger counter tells you your health. You will lose it if you take radiation damage. Like, like most games, honestly. It's just a health bar. Now let's talk about if you should buy this game or not. Yes, you should. It's a free-to-play game. And it's a good free-to-play game. Like, I've already, I've already said that. Unlike most free-to-plays, uh, it's a good game to play to kill time. It takes somewhere around 30 minutes or an hour or two to beat the game. I spent a solid hour and a half or 90 minutes on it. 
Anyways, thanks for listening to this episode of Game Review, and I'll see you next time. And our next episode might be of the popular Battle Royale game, Warzone.